0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Drink of Ages Radio Show. We are here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive. I am John Denman, DJ Muskratch, a producer, out there spinning the badass music you will be listening to in and out of the show. And happy uh, Muskratch, he's got his turntables back, man. And it's such a, such a sight to see because, you know, unfortunately, we do live in Houston, and... There are a bunch of really just really crappy people out there that like to bust windows and steal stuff out of cars. And unfortunately, one night, his amazing turntables were taken out. Yeah, so and
1: records don't fare too well here in Houston. No. With the they, humidity and the heat. They
0: turn to taco shells yes. <laughs> before they're done. Taco he's got them back. He's got it back. He's up here mixing. Uh, so, if anybody if, if anybody needs to hire a DJ to spin some badass vinyl, DJ must is the guy. Tonight's show. Tonight's show. Hope everybody, first of all, is drinking something very delicious. I'm drinking some Baba Brew House. So Their uh, cow jumped over the moon, which is our guest on this week's show. We have Marcus uh, Wonderland hanging out with us. I, I did get your last name right. You did. you did well, actually. Thanks. Super because, surprised you did well. Well, Good I well. actually meant to ask you first, and then I was like, "Yeah, we're just going to wing it and see how I goes. it goes.
2: You totally did it.
0: And then uh, my co-host this evening, oh. my co-host, an old friend of mine, Abel Rodriguez from No Label Brewing Company, is hanging out. Good evening, everybody. How you doing, John? Good to see you, brother. Thanks Man. for uh,
1: inviting me on to your show. Man, of course. Because I've been, I don't know the words affiliated with you for a while, but uh, I used to work for you. For uh,
0: the network that this show is on yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, 97.5. And uh, I think the first time we met each other was at probably one of the, the Houston, the Brew, the Big Brew is what I think it was called
0: back in 2015, 2014. The Big Brew, yeah, that happened over yes. at the, the cruise ship. Dr- yeah, George R. Brown. Yes. I think it looks like a big giant boat to me, yes. but, but uh, we've known each
1: other for quite a while, and I've known Marcus for some time now.
2: A little over, maybe like a year and about a half. About a year, ish. about a year and a half. Yes. I was surprised to see him when I came in the door today. <laughs> to be honest, say, what is Abel doing here?
0: Uh, um, yeah. At this point, we're all drinking beer, and yes. now we got to focus on putting together a radio show tonight. <laughs> I hope you all are ready for this. Ready. Well, we, we dusted off a bunch of pizza from Pizza Al Vino, which was always delicious. Yes. And so now. Let's just kind of get into some of the, the history of some Baba Brew House because um, you guys are on the west side of town. We are more than the west side of town,
2: so we're about we're about 10 minutes actually, 10 minutes past no label, so FM 359 and I-10.
0: Which I don't even think I mentioned that, Abel, that you are working yes, for no label I now. I am
2: actually a taproom manager.
1: Yeah. started off room. as a supervisor of uh, packaging supervisor and now they've kind of slid me over to the tap room and uh we got a lot of stuff on the horizon but uh come on down and we'll be more than happy to take care of y'all but uh, right now we're focusing on baba <laughs> because uh, marcus and his, his wife kinka Kink- my wife king and i yeah she she is uh like they say every behind every good man is a good woman a strong woman and i know she does a lot of the marketing and uh Along with that comes his, uh, his, his 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 posse.
0: Well, she did deliver the kegs today, and I was really impressed when See, she walked that's... in, carrying them like over her shoulder. It was like no big deal. Did, did she
2: bring the kids with her? Because the, they the were kids the car. too. The that's kids kids were, were one were on each leg, so she's <laughs> yeah. walking
0: in with one on each leg and two kegs over her shoulder. It's exactly. Like, I think I know who you are.
2: That's that's my lady for yeah. sure. <laughs> so to be honest, like we we've, we've been open about uh, about a year, little little under a year and a half. We started the project about three years ago. At the time, I think we were number seven-ish, maybe eight breweries in Greater Houston. Yeah. And sounds about right. You know, it took, took a little while to open up. You know, we started a place in Fort Bend County, didn't work out. Ended up where we are now in Waller County, just just a little bit south of I-10. And we we opened. Up, we start. We brewed our first batch in I think February of February of a year and a half ago. Oh wow. So 2016. Yeah. And you know, since, since then we've just been we've been really, really been growing. We've been we've been just going for it. Um, we're doing about we're doing about three brew days a week, and that's us like that's me working full time, and that's, that's still doing a full time job. Full time job seven to four. Uh, that's 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 Kinga with the kids full time. Um, that's us doing this in our spare time. I'll tell you what I'll give you an example. Last night, family owned business, right? Last night, I'm cleaning a fermenter. Kinga's pulling the spent grain out of the mash tun. The kids are, a six-year-old, unpackaging a set of new kegs on a pallet with a utility knife.
0: Train them right.
2: The four-year-old and the two-year-old are rolling the kegs across the brewery because they can't (laughs) pick them up, they're too heavy. They're rolling them across the brewery and stacking them in the corner this is a family business that is
1: a family business yes
2: <laughs> building it for the kids at the same time you know we're, we're really serious about it this is this is our passion and the, the- Mar- Marcus
1: does make some solid beers too out there at baba because uh, my wife and i were just out there uh, a week or so ago and um, he uh, had a roll out of his uh, latest new england ipa in a uh, galaxy far far away galaxy far far away and not just that, he's got a very solid uh, hefeweizen that my wife liked a lot, called uh, Banana Rama. Yeah, and, and that was a great beer. I mean, we had, a, we happened to come between a little lull. We read the the Facebook times wrong. And we showed up and he was cleaning up after the tour, before <laughs> the party, and my wife and I showed up and Marcus was Marcus was kind enough to let us come in and sounds like a great time to show up actually. Yes. <laughs> it actually was, yes. And we totally enjoyed ourselves and Marcus is a great guy, makes some solid beers. If you get if you're on the about after No label. Head on out to uh, Brookshire. Go visit Marcus.
0: (laughs) It's it's,
2: it's, it's right out there, on the way out there. Take a little break first, right? Yes. No label closes at 3. We open at 5. There you go. Take a little break first. Grab some food. Work the buzz off. And then work another one. Carve up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Carve up some.
0: Yeah, man. It's uh a... no, there's a beer right here. The the cow jumped over the moon. We have that one on, and then we have your Imperial Blonde is what we have on tap here. That's right. Yeah. So I figure we yeah, this one's a little bit lower ABV. So this will be the first half of the show. Then we'll hit the Imperial Blonde, and then the show can go downhill after that. And by lower,
2: you mean six
0: five versus 6'8. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just to make sure that I'm, yeah, everything's everything's going to work the way it's supposed to work.
2: Well, we like to say we're, we're we're we used to be the smallest brewery in town. But with the biggest ABVs around.
1: <laughs> they do brew some big beers. They're, they're big beers, very tasty. I, I uh, personally I prefer his uh, or I, I choose his uh, uh, Father Goose. Yeah, he has a father goose IPA, which I really enjoy drinking. That's
2: six eight Good stuff. Six, six eight. eight. There you go. And we're we're pushing out uh, we're pushing out another 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 can of uh a Mini. It's a northeast IPA,
0: 7-2 on the twelfth. So with uh, all these different styles of beer that you guys do, uh, the New England IPAs, man, they seem to be crushing it right now. I'll tell you. So the New England IPA
2: for us has been kind of a kind of a business changer, if you will, for lack of a better word. You know, we, we started working on this beer, and then there was a, a, a fine a fine gentleman, um, Larry Kessler, put put an article out. And he basically challenged all the breweries in town to make a make a New England style IPA. So there were a few of us out who, who have already been working on it. And I guess technically we pushed the we pushed the first one out, which is Cow Jumped Over the Moon. Um, I, I know we weren't the first brewery working on the style in town. Um, we're okay with that. Um, most importantly, we, we we've picked it, picked the style up, and we've really worked with it. We have, we have plans for. 16-ish different versions of it. I think we've pushed out seven so far, seven or eight.
1: We were just talking earlier how um, the New England style, it uh, its we feel it's kind of a game changer now. It's going to change. I mean, I'm not a brewer. I can't percy, say that it is, but uh, Marcus and I were talking about it. We think it is a game changer. It's going to make people think about how, you know, before it was all, West Coast, and now everyone's going for the the hazy, juicier style, uh, New England style IPAs, which is, it it is a game changer, and everyone's taking their own take on it. I think. Um Spindle Tap had their Houston Haze, and then other breweries are coming out with other styles. Some side haze
2: at no label. Uh, sitting side haze, yes, thank you very much, sir. We had and, B52 put one out. We had uh, we have Whole Foods put yeah, out. yeah oh, great. All great, beers out. out. Yeah, Whole yeah. Foods
1: put out a really nice one, and and Mark Marcus has put out a really good one. Again, it's a in a galaxy far, far. That's kind of a lengthy title. In far, a galaxy far far, far,
2: far, far away. So it takes two lines on the can. And, just Where so you did know. you
1: get that title from, man? If you don't mind me asking. So
2: if you if you actually if if you pick up a picture of this label, right? So it's like a, it's like a Star Wars themed label. Yeah, which, which I've seen. So man. imagine rolling the credits on a Star Wars movie. So in a galaxy far, far away, with a Baba Brujas logo underneath that. And then the one that's coming out in the 12th is is part of the Eni Mini Miney, Mo series. So Eni already came out, also known maybe as Any to some.
1: Okay, <laughs> but we call it Eenie,
2: right? Okay. It was a pretty solid beer. So Eenie and then Meenie's coming out. It's fermenting now. It's going to be dry hopped. As soon as I go home, it's going to be dry hopped.
0: Yeah, I think that's just a uh, kind of a language barrier there because Eenie, Minnie, Minnie, mo You said Eeny, Minnie, Minnie, mo. Exactly. Hmm. Is that like a Canadian? You stand? must be. You must be from Ohio. I am. I'm away from Ohio, <laughs> way way up north. Yep. Actually, I didn't know that because I read something about it. But I would say that you were you were probably up from up north. Yeah. The accent <laughs> With... doesn't give it away, does it? No, 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 not at all. No, <laughs> not I don't even, so. even close. Not I don't think so at all. Yeah. Uh, so you have uh, the whole series, uh, and those are all going to be your New England IPAs. Yeah, they're all New
2: England IPAs. So Eni came out. Me coming out. I think on the on the twelfth. And then Mini and Miney, you know, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool series because the goal is to keep the same hops in every beer. So, Eni came out with three hops. Mini came out with three different hops, uh, including two of the two of the original hops from Eni. So a- as we progress, not only does the ABV get bigger, the amount of hops per beer also increasingly gets larger increases. and larger.
0: <sighs> it's a Meenie, difficult game to play. Meenie, game changer. yeah, I but but Meanie has to if you come out with a beer called Meanie, it, it better pack a punch.
2: It's massive. So we're we're shooting for so Eni was uh six nine. I, wow. It's been a while. It's, I think it was six nine. Meanie's gonna be Mini seven two. So we're shooting for upwards of mid nines for a oh. mo.
0: Wow. So we're big going mo. for it. that's we're a going mo big mo. For I mean, we're going for it. Sounds great. All right, let's take a quick break, and man, we're talking with Bob Bob Brew House. No, yeah, I don't know why that sounded weird. <laughs> I think the beer just kicked in. And <laughs> yeah, we're talking with Bob Bob Brew House, and then we have Abel from No Label hanging out with us now. And um, this episode of Drink of Ages is sponsored by Sierra Nevada's uh, Brewing Company. They just came out with their Drinking Buddies Mixed Twelve Pack. This pack includes you know, one of my all-time favorite beers, uh, Sierra Nevada pell L. It also has Torpedo, which when – L was a delicious beer. And then also when Torpedo came out, it was like, what is this that I'm drinking right now? I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. It also includes Sidecar, and it includes Tropical Torpedo. So that is out right now. You can find a whole mixed-12 pack of that. Come by Drink of Ages get some. Find it at all your stores, everywhere else. We're gonna take a quick break, get some more beer, drink of ages. Be right back.
2: Well, where oh where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from
0: me. She's gone to heaven, so I got to be good. So I can see my baby when I leave
2: her this world. We were out.
0: Hey, I want to invite everyone down to Saloon Door Brewing at Webster. If you like drinking the good beers, then go check out their tap room open every day with happy hour specials, growler specials, live music, and other badass events. They're making fantastic beers. You can find their beers on tap at the best craft beer destinations, kind of like Drink of Ages Pub, and all over town. Short drive down 45, down to WebsterSaloonDoorBrewing.com. Hey, this is John. Have you been out to No Label Brewing in Katy lately? The taproom has extended their hours and is a great place to take the family. Bring your dog and enjoy No Label beers while the kids play and eat at the food trucks. Sit Inside Hayes, No Label's New England IPA will be available August 15th around the Houston area. This beer is is just absolutely delicious. NoLabelBrew.com for taproom hours and all the info. Get ready for Sit Inside Hayes, New England IPA, and later next month, the 1980 Kolsch. Perfect beer for the summer. Drink of Ages, we are back on, and we're sitting over here with Marcus Wonderley and Abel Rodriguez. Marcus is from Boba Brewhouse, owner, brewer, uh, all kind of things out there. And Abel is over at No Label, taproom manager there. We're all hanging out at Drink of Ages Pub, drinking some great beers, uh, talking talking beer, talking all kind of things. And uh, So back to, let's get, let's get to a little more history of Baba Brewhouse, because you're a little, year and a half into it. You're a half into it. So
2: the, the, the business actually started about three years ago. Like I said earlier, I think we were, when we started, we were number seven brewery in, in Greater Houston. You know, it took a little time because my, my wife and I, we, we are, the, the whole project is self-funded. Um, we, we do have one investor, uh, very small. The investor was my, actually my homebrew partner when I was living in LA. So we kept him on, not, not only because he's a good friend, but because we, we we really would have felt bad if we would have started a brewery and left <laughs> without your homebrew without partner. The homebrew partner yes, outside. <laughs> Number one. So, just for the record, like, he's a great guy, great dude, good friend. But homebrew partner, how do you leave a homebrew partner out of the brewery? You right? Can. He you can't, can't do you that. Can't he's because in L.A. though, right? He's in L.A.
0: Yeah, but as you guys are brewing, you know, with home brewing, yeah, that's where all the aspirations come up. You're like, oh, man, one day let's open up a brewery. like, yeah, one day we're all going to open up a brewery. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm moving to Houston and opening up a brewery.
2: That's right. So we moved to Houston in 2013. Uh, the brewery started somewhere in 2013-ish. And, you know, we've been open as is now for a little over a year. You know, we, we started off, we, when we started, we were very english beer focused uh my wife my wife is european she's polish uh family's in england mostly in london and i love british beer man i'll tell you i have a passion for british beer
1: i want to ask you really quick now you are technically a brew pub you're not a you're not a brewery though yeah so there's a big discrepancy about it because a lot of people think that uh we have a lot of because they're popping up everywhere I think the big ones were uh, St. Arnold, Southern Star, and I think No Label is number three. But then we have a lot of other smaller businesses around Houston, Tap. well, not smaller so much, but, you know, Town & City, City Acre. Eureka. Eureka. All brew pubs. All these other breweries, and there is a difference between being an actual brewery and a
2: brew pub. Well, so this is Texas, right? So Texas alcohol laws are somewhere... I don't know what year they are, but they're a long time ago.
0: <laughs> they're so, not from any time recently. I don't, I, don't yeah. mean, I
2: don't mean that in a bad way, but no, what, it's what, a bad what, way. What, what, they, what, they, what they've done is they've created gray areas, and yes. the, the brewpub license is a gray area, and we operate in that gray area. So when we started this project, you know, in our in our minds, we were we were in Southern California. Going to a brewery in, in SoCal is like going to a bar. It's like yep. going to a place you can have a beer, you can hang out, you can sell beer across the bar, you can take Growler's home, you can take pretty much whatever you want to do. Freedom.
0: It's freedom, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Beer freedom. Uh, yeah. So
2: for us, when that law changed, I believe it was in 2013, like late in 2013, when that law changed, I said, hey, brewpubs can operate like breweries in the rest of the world. We said, hey, let's let's yeah. start a brewery right away.
1: So someone could come into your establishment and say, I love this cow jumped over the moon. Can you can you sell me a crowler or a growler? No problem. No problem. Okay. Now we don't it. have
2: a crowler machine. Yeah. Okay. If there's so, anyone out there who wants buy us <laughs> <the bias> one, <laughs> I'll take it. But they're
0: <laughs> crank one. You would even say, name they're, they're name expensive. it after them yeah. if they wanted to. <laughs> but then what, about, yeah. what
1: does that have to do with wines and other things? You know, I'm still kind of, as a as a taproom yeah. manager um, where I work at, people are still kind of like asking me questions, and I'm still kind of like, no labels, still an actual. Brewery we have, we have right a now. So yeah, and now. hopefully if all, knock on wood, if all goes well, we'll be right along the lines with you guys. And we can sell a six-pack out of our our fridge or fill a crowd growler. But what does that do, like wine or other beers?
2: So take this with a grain of salt. Oh, I am not a TABC official. Oh, yeah. However, my understanding of this is the following. We can serve beer that's up to fourteen percent. Wow, that's beer. That's right. So we don't we don't make strong beer. I can't even make beer. Uh, I think we're talking eight percent. Is but you want to drink beer that's fourteen percent? And at maximum, my my tanks are overflowing at eight percent. If I even get eight percent, there's a there's a there's a lot of little things you can do as a brew pub. Like number one, we do we do technically growlers to go as four pack cans, four pack twelve ounce cans of whatever beer we want. We technically sell them as beer to go as growlers. So they're, they're
1: baby growlers.
2: Yeah, so whatever baby you want. Okay. Yeah. Label them as you cans. wish. Sure, it's beer to go, and that fits under. It, it fits in that gray area yeah. of what a brew pub can do, and that's that's awesome. Which I've had with the in a galaxy far far away. Exactly, which is delicious. Exactly. Okay. We can do growlers to go. We can do beer up to fourteen percent now. With wine and spirits, it's really up to the. Uh, kind of up to the establishment's I don't discretion. Know if anyone, I don't know if anyone wants to do spirits. I no, mean, I, mean not, I mean, not produce, but... No,
0: but you can bring, like, here, because we have the same license, uh, yeah. me as a bar, and we have the same license. The only thing you have is your little brews permit for the brew pub. But, um, yeah, no, you can bring wine in. You can bring liquor in. I can't sell you liquor. I can't do anything. But there may be a day that we have a... Bloody Mary station set up coming up Sunday, the second Sunday of this month. There's going to be a Bloody Marys station set up at Michelada. Second, second Sunday, second Sunday okay. at, at beginning at one p.m. for our old school New Orleans jazz music up here. There's going to be a Bloody Mary and Michelada station set up. But if you want to bring your own vodka in here, that's fine. I can tell what we do. So
2: we very regularly have ha, have us. parties at the brewery. And this works out really well for us. So with with pre-approval of course and with contractual agreements in place and the brewery being closed to the public, you know, we, we allow people to bring in spirits. We allow them to bring in wine, but what we do is we charge a corkage fee. And that 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 liquor will stay at the bar so that we can keep track of it just like we would our beer. That way that you know the the party doesn't get out of hand. We don't have people in the back doing, uh, you know, 19 shots of who knows what kind of moonshine? You know, as as a responsible establishment, we have to we have to keep track of all of the alcohol in the, in the brewery. So the Kirk, this is the all part, fee really works out really so well. for under that.
1: a brew pub licensing, brew correct? pub. Yeah. Okay, so if it's say one day my wife and I walk in here and I got a bottle of tequila, mm-hmm. being the Chicano that I am, and I'm looking at your nice art that you got here, the Dia de Muerto art on your wall.
0: Well, at, at that who? point, at that point, if I'm working. I'm going to turn my responsibilities over to somebody else and come sit at the table with you and have some tequila. Quite all right. <laughs> and
2: you better call me. Just, exactly. So you know. Yes. But speaking of yeah, who did so you this art, like, this is some really good stuff here.
0: Uh, it's a friend of mine, Laura Seminum, and she's an art teacher at one of the high schools. And we've done two classes up here where we did the sugar school classes, sold out both of them. And so we do paint at the pub here once a month. And I so like, this it's one like sold out yes, so it's fast. It's very
1: nice. It's yeah. the mortal skeletons, the different styles. I see a couple of cats up
0: here, which my wife loves. I mean, it was great because it, was, it ended up being just like a three in three hours. One you painted, Q. you painted your own sugar <laughs> school, you know, whatever you wanted. And she's like, "Hey, it's up to you. You're yeah. the one that decides." So we're doing another Panther Pub uh, next or later this month on a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon and but this was gonna be because it's August, it's the end of summer, we're yeah. doing sunset beaches. Huh? So if you ever want to just drink a lot of beer, paint on Sunset Beach, look for that. You can go on uh, Drink of Ages on their Facebook on our Facebook page. Ah. Drink of Ages Pub. Wait, yeah, Drink of Ages Pub. This is the radio show. And Drink of Ages Pub and look at the event. You'll see no. that one. And I like it. My friend that's doing that one. She's been in Bali in Australia surfing and doing just amazing fun things. And so she's like, hey, let's do a sunset beach. I'm like, I right. know the death faces. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there's a, there's well, a few pieces on the wall that I've already picked out that I kind of want to take home with me. I digress, getting back to the whole
1: tequila drinking, bringing tequila, liquor tequila drinking, brew pub things. I would love this kind of art while I'm drinking my tequila in a brew pub.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm always big on skulls.
2: I'll tell you one thing though we're kinda of leery of, you know, and, and, and that that is this gray area that we all play in and you know it, it's very rare that, that we actually allow people to bring wine and spirits into our brewery because number one, yeah, it's a great thing for people to do, but number two, we we are a business. Yeah. You know, and we uh we're Drink my beer. We're, we're very serious about what we do and what we wanna do is number one, make good beer. But number two, we wanna sell good beer. And if you're bringing on a regular basis you're bringing a bottle of tequila or whatever it doesn't matter. If you're bringing that in, I'm losing money. Leave the flask at home. I need you to, <laughs> I need you to come to my brewery. I need you to drink my beer. Yes. That's number 1. Yeah. That makes sense. Whatever you say, it is a business at the end of the day and we and beer economics are as slim as they are. Yeah. Last thing I need is someone bringing you know ten bottles of tequila in. Uh, well,
0: at the same time you don't go to rolling into Papacito's with a whole, you know, carry out bag from El Tiempo. <laughs> right. And because, oh, I don't like, I like El Tiempo better. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes you sense. go there, if you're going there, yeah, you go there to drink what, what's available.
1: Exactly. You want to drink those. I, I'm a big advocate of drinking locally and thinking globally. You know, you want to, and uh, um, we were talking off air about going to GABF uh, in Denver, Colorado, and. Oh, my wife and I go down there. We go to the local brew pubs and we drink. What's what? What you're brewing? Um, you know, there's uh, some businesses locally, <laughs> and you go to Maryland or Wyoming. I can drink that at home. Or, but Houston being so diverse, I think is the fact that like there are people that work here for six months or eight months and they go back home and oh hey. I used to live in Houston. Let me try that. Let me drink that no. X beer, whatever the X Y beer, and that's part of the growth. I mean, all you can do is wish them well, good luck, congratulations, and it's the American dream. You know, you you get in business to make a good product and, and grow a little.
0: Well, with with, with with I think what you're trying to get at is that yeah, I don't blame I don't blame the companies for making money. Yeah. But they can't blame the people for not buying their stuff anymore that support them through all this. But let's take another quick break. Get back. We'll talk more of Baba Brew House and Abel, my co-host tonight from No Label Brewing Company. Drink Bages. Be right back. Duo Cider Company in Dickinson, Texas is making some delicious ciders. The Rodeo Star Cider, which is a medium, dry, traditional, hard apple cider with a crisp, refreshing finish. The Rodeo Star Cherry, which is my favorite, it blends apples and cherries for a distinct fruit character that you need to try. Check them out on Facebook or go visit their tap room down in Dickinson, Texas. Go to PizzaAlvino.com. Then once you're there, click on the received newsletter and leave your email address. Your name will be selected in a drawing for a two VIP brewery tour passes for St. Arnold to be drawn later this month. Tour includes a flight of four pints of their newest beers and a VIP personally guided tour behind the scenes at the brewery. This is brought to you by St. Arnold, Silver Eagle, and Pizza Olvino. Also, Pizza Olvino, they deliver your favorite St. Arnold beers along with other Bayou City beers to go with your pizza and strambolis. And speaking of strombolis, man, they have a Philly cheesesteak, a chicken Philly cheesesteak, and a spinach onion cheesesteak, stromboli. Absolutely delicious. All right, Drink Vaders, we are back on. And man, hope everybody out there is being safe. Drinking some really good beers. And we're hanging out with Marcus Marcus Wonderley and Abel Rodriguez. Marcus, we got Bob Aberry House and Abel Taproom over at No Label. So, everybody, you know, just a good beer beer show tonight. Good beer show. Good beer drinking tonight, man, by Real the way. good beer drinking. Yeah. yeah it's been it's been a uh, Top of Pizza Lovino dropping out pizza. It's been really good. Uh, sitting here sipping on oh, some of the cow jumped over the moon. Your New England IPA, which which is re- when you guys first started, you had you had your idea. Uh, you're gonna make you know your safer, more you know. You, you come out with your beers that more socially accepted beers. And but then it changed, and with the New England IPAs. I got some good buddies coming. What's up?
1: <laughs>
0: so we are live here at the pub, uh, but New England IPA is people. Sit here when they first started coming down here. My buddy lives in Denver. He this was about a year ago. He sends me a message. He's like, "Dude, man, have you ever tried this beer?" I was like, "No." So he sent me some. I was like, "Man, this beer is amazing." And then all of a sudden, you start seeing people kind of picking up some trillium. Treehouse and some things like that, mm-hmm. and then like I said, earlier, I think Abel you say uh, somebody pushed out there like who's going to be the first one to make the New Alien IPAs, and once they some breweries started picking it up, other breweries were just like no we'll never make this beer and people and not only the breweries but people were like oh man I'll, I'll never drink that that's this beer yes, yeah. Sahara Desert yeah and all this all these bad things about this beer and I'm sitting there drinking going. This beer is just amazing. Is, these beers are delicious. It's, like, it's a wonderful style of beer. I it mean, is a game changer. It's we, a
1: game changer across the board. It is because you can do, I mean, I'm, again, I mentioned earlier, I'm not a brewer, but Marcus, can, you can make very, so many variations of it. Um, not to get off track here, but uh, no label. We have our sit in side haze. We had a test batch number three. So this is our third try at it until we finally figured out they switched a couple of the hops and that's kind of where it went. And people still like the New England uh, style, the, the NEPA, the test batch number three. They still like the number three, some like the, the sitting side haze, but so many other breweries are making their versions of it, again, uh, in a galaxy far, far away, very hazy. I think that's, those are key words, juicy. And hazy.
0: Juicy and hazy. Somebody's yeah. going to come up with another Not for word sure. for yeah. it. Yeah.
2: We'll, we'll, find, we'll find it. So let me just tell you a little bit about... So num- number one, sit inside haze is like... It was a solid beer. It's really good. Yes. I drank two, two, two in one go. All right. Solid beer. But let me tell you about Cow Jumped Over the Moon. So technically, Cow Jumped Over the Moon technically was the first one pushed out in the Houston market. Now, the one we're drinking tonight... This is our interpretation of a Northeast IPA. And what I'll, the reason I say that is because when we made this beer, we had never actually had a beer from say Treehouse or Trillium or from whoever else is pushing out beers up there. This was our interpretation from literature. Say, what does a Northeast IPA look like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? What's the carbonation level? How is it supposed to taste? This was our interpretation. Now. This is not a classic Northeast IPA. Number one, it's pretty dark. It, it's it's almost an amber in color, right? Yes, so it is. Yes, it is. It, it's, if, it's it's. It, if you if you pull a Congress Street or a, a Cutting Tiles or whatever, I wouldn't even say it's kind of cloudy. It's kind of just a, a murky, cloudy. It's it's murky. It's it's, 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 a, it's a murky and cloudy looking IP,
1: uh, New England IPA. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's turbid. <laughs> <laughs> You, you can't see you can't you can't yeah, you, you can't it's, see it's a murky it's a murky looking beer. It's oh, kinda yeah. like it's if you see. when you drive over San or River
0: <laughs> and you look down. Oh yeah. Hey uh, heading up fifty nine, heading to Kingway, you look Robert down and
1: I know what the Rio real Grande looks like. Yeah. <laughs> that is murky. That is so, uh, <laughs> so so
0: so this beer, you know,
2: this, this was this was our original interpretation. <laughs> you know, since then I think we, we're on like batch number, I don't know, sixteen ish. Wow. By now, this is batch one. This is interpretation one that we've, that we've oh, kind really? of improved, improved upon to make it more of what we what we want as a brewery, but this this is really the original that, that we came up with,
0: and so with this re- recipe, cow jumped over the moon. You didn't. Yeah, so this it's is original recipe. You yeah. don't change. You haven't changed uh, it at all. Not at all. So this this is a this two row based, um,
2: American two row, uh, a lot of a lot of flaked oats a lot, or, or flaked wheat depends on your. How you want to go with that you can, you can put it you can put them both in we, we we've used both uh, we like the flaked oats a little better uh, this one has some carahel in it which gives it that amberish color and then we have some uh some malted oats in there or some uh some malted wheat excuse me and then this is a this is a columbus and galaxy all the way through uh columbus and galaxy everything post-boil and then massive massive dry hopping call it double dry call it, call it DDH call it D-I-P-A, call it whatever,
0: whatever things you want to Who add cares? to it yeah <laughs> we we actually At the don't care. day, it's a good beer we
2: we have, it, we have a beer coming out this weekend we're calling it DDH D-I-P-A, open parentheses, lol winky face <laughs> i'll tell you why because all of the all, all of the hype that's going into these beers we, we kind of find it a little bit I would say comical I get a good laugh at there a lot of this stuff of you hype. know.
1: when it comes to new beers it being uh, brought into the market yeah. um, I know uh, no label, we were given a lot of exposure by the local Houston Press and bloggers and such a lot of people were invited to come over and, and sit inside, he did very well for us and we are uh, brewing a new batch come this uh, next week but we sold out of it, so we're having to fall back on our, on our New England IPA test batch number three, which is just as good. It was a precursor to the sit-inside haze. There is a lot of hype to so new stuff coming out, and I think it's just a matter of like, okay, we're in the month of August. No, what's coming up next? Uh, the pumpkin beers. After the pumpkin
2: beers, we're gonna have. The are you Christmas kidding me, stay-ups. man? It's August, man.
0: All the October fests are already October out. Fest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right now. So
2: Abel, I can tell you this: for for us, we have an October fest. Yeah, okay, whatever. the The New England IPA for us is not going away, until we until we become until we master that style. So, so we went to L.A. a couple weeks ago. Went to Monkish. Monkish, in my opinion, creates creates the best. Northeast style IPAs from the farthest away place you can be from the northeast. From L- i
1: was in LA?
2: They're in LA, so they're in Torrance. Amazing beers, right? So we're not gonna stop until we create a beer that's equivalent to something that Monkish that's creates. Good. Equivalent yeah. or better. We don't stop. Well, I don't I don't care who is it starts. Monkish? Monkish I don't care yeah. who starts. I don't care who finishes. This is a project that we take very seriously.
0: We well, don't stop
2: until we're the best.
0: The thing is that the yeah, we live in Houston, so yeah, Octoberfest—they are light lagers, whatever, easy drinking. But yeah, it's it's way too early for that, and then you start getting to all your later season or winter winter seasonals and all that. We don't have a winter. We haven't had a winter in Houston in like six years. So I was, I was here rodeo. in two thousand nine, I
2: think maybe oh eight, and that's it was snowing during rodeo. Yeah. During I barbecue. just happened to be here and there was snow on the ground.
0: Well, it's really weird. My kids, my kids who uh, you know, when they were little. It snowed like three years in a row, and just and just oddly, it's like man, it's only snowed four times in my whole life here in Houston. <laughs> but it snowed three of you know, three of those since you were born, and so they just kind of expected it. And then it didn't snow again for you know another six, seven years, and they're like, why does not it snow? It's like because it never snowed. We don't have we don't have winter. We don't right. have we don't have that type of environment yeah. down here. So, you know. It, uh, this this style of beer man is, is perfect all year round yeah absolutely all year it round. it actually is the
1: nepa yeah the new england ipa is really it's i think it fits and it's kind of got its time right now and i think it will go longer uh, but again like i said we're it won't go away it's just gonna maybe kind of fall back behind when when yeah, the just when the, well, the pumpkin me- ales come and uh the October festival. I don't disco. think it's
0: gonna go away because uh, I think no, it's a it saw that, that whenever the big hoppy beers came out, there's a there's a whole lot of people that were going, oh man, this 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 way too hoppy, this way this bad, oh yeah, this way too hoppy. We'll never do this. That was thirty years ago. Those have not gone away. Maybe thirty years ago. I was thinking about it more like. Five or six years ago. Oh, I'm talking yeah.
2: about like Sierra Nevada.
0: Yeah. Sierra Nevada, so Sierra Nevada some, some, when they, some, yeah, when the first time like, they came out NBA with a big I mean, hobby. style, that's stuff. like that's like in the 80s, yeah. right? those was number, yeah, yeah. When they started making uh, Pell L, Sierra Nevada yeah. Pell L. which right. is a big hoppy pale ale, uh, yeah, that was in the 80s, and it's still a magnificent beer. Uh, well, I'll that get, you know. can find in a four in a 12 pack of uh, the drinking buddies by Sierra Nevada.
2: You know, to, to tell you how this style is not going away. You go out and you know, as as a brewer, we go out and try to contract hops. We go to we go to contract certain hops to make Northeast style IPAs in the way that say Delight. Trillium, Treehouse, uh-huh. Monkish, whatever, whoever's making them, the best of the best. Those hops are contracted out till like the year 2020. It's yeah. 20. Last time I checked, it was 2017. So we got at least three three more, more years, three more good years of these three more years yeah. of Northeast IPAs coming at us.
0: All right, well, gotta take a quick break because I am out of beer again, and we'll get back. We'll finish up with some Baba Brew House. Talk my co host, Abel, and Drink of Ages. Everybody be out. Stay tuned. Be right back. guys got the latest batch of one of my favorite beers spindle taps houston haze another great beer this brewery has put out to go along with wildcatter hop gusher tool pusher and others you may still be able to grab a four pack or a pint if you make it up to the brewery just 10 minutes from downtown spindle taps air-conditioned brewery offers relief from the houston heat tap room is open fridays and saturdays with great food on premise SpindleTapBrewing.com. Blessed are the thirsty, and Back Pew Brewing has the answer. Their Saints and Sinners lineup is full of badass beers like Blue Testament, Seder Swill, Ninth Circle, and the new pell Evil Doer. Top Room is open Saturday at noon to 5 p.m. with lots of badass beers, outdoor games, and Frisbee golf. Food trucks are on site to grab a bite to eat. Find Back Pew Brews in stores and at all the good drinking places around town. <laughs> Last segment, man, and which is, it kind of sucks though because this has been a, a fun little show hanging out with you guys, and I'm gonna have to make it out to Baba Brew House and Please do. Come spend some time out there. So, you guys, it's Just uh, anytime somebody starts a brewery, it's always it's always fascinating because it's it's not that like, hey, man, I want to go open up this one easy business. Bre- opening up a brewery requires so much work. It's not a get rich quick. No, it's Bigness. not it's Not at all. It, it's talk- actually—it
2: it might not be a get-rich-ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> <To be> honest, <laughs> we talked about this just last week. We know that now that it's probably not a get-rich-ever.
0: Well, there are. I mean, you have like your Larry Bells, and your, you know, there. there yeah, you, you do have your people that have been successful. I'm sure Ken Grossman isn't sitting there still driving his. You know, what year is it now? Two thousand nine. <laughs> gmc uh. sierra or something yeah maybe he is but like i met larry Bill when he was down here in bill's brewery great beer they've been killing it I and mean, fantastic beers and so we're talking and he's like man one day i'm gonna i know i need to come up there and come see you up there in michigan he's he like, oh man yeah man you gotta check out my car collection i was like really you got a car collection that's pretty awesome yeah what kind of cars do you have well, i got all these classic cars i was like that sounds amazing you know like, what kind of classic cars Jaguars, Ferraris, Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. those are these English <laughs> <Ferraris>. <laughs> wonderful classic cars. Like, oh, okay. See, so you, well, you don't you have, 60, have the 79 Pinto yeah, that I was... 68 Mustang, Mustang yeah. ragtop or anything now, like that. Check out
2: my car collection. It's actually in your parking lot now. 2013 Scion XD. Beer delivery truck. It's, it's got CO2 tanks in oh, it Oh, man, now. you got all kind of dirty, room in there. Dirty clothes, <laughs> yes. clean clothes, Please. laptops.
0: <laughs> That baby seats oh, <laughs> you know, No baby seats in this one <laughs> Oh that's those in are, the FJ
2: Those are in My co-owner Slash wife yes. That's in the luggage Which, The luggage
1: rack Is for that For the kid seats yeah. Kid seats just Put them up top yeah, up yeah, On yeah. top
0: of the luggage rack No she pulled up in the FJ And I have an FJ Yeah it's right yeah. And it's like Man dude hey, like So do I we, It's we an all amazing have it, FJ A little perspective yes. here about Nice FJ. One of the best cars Ever made I love that I, I love that vehicle I agree
2: <laughs> FJ carries car Car seats It carries
0: snacks <laughs> Most importantly, it carries kegs. And even more importantly than that, you can just almost hose it out. Where, you, know, you don't have to worry about it getting dirty, messy, or anything. Durable if, if it's very come, durable. If you come to RFJ,
2: you can pull the seats out and you can have a complete meal. Oh, that is. And you can have a beer in the back. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no problem at all.
0: You know, when, the, when the seats pop up, the little areas by the seat belts, Pretzels, goldfish, oh, whatever you so want. size
2: doors. That's always a nice thing.
0: Well, that, unfortunately, like like when we had we had one before, and when my kids were about the same age as yours, I think they're 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 still pretty small in car seats, and that wasn't the easiest in a parking lot, yeah. trying to get them in and out of that back seat. Oh yeah, <laughs> with pain the suicide in, doors. The yeah, you had to you had to pull in some very special parking places <laughs> in order to make it half ass convenient. <laughs> yeah. So look, I, I honey, agree.
2: The suicide. The suicide
0: doors. Now it's working. Now it works for you.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is, it does have that huge cargo space in the back i can tell you pretty much exactly how many cases of 12 ounce cans i can carry <laughs> it's on the order of 20 cases just so you know yeah if you ever wanted to know that
0: well yeah as soon as you <laughs> get those cans done and we deliver them over to drink pub then i will count them exactly i will count them no that, that is exciting for you guys man so have you, have you how long have you been canning stuff over there
2: uh, you know, probably about six, six, seven weeks ish. Maybe, maybe long. You know, time flies. Uh, I I don't even know what. I think it's Wednesday. In beer years. I, I, I think it's I, Wednesday. I think it's August. I'm not really sure. Well, I planned my I one know.
0: year anniversary party two months early, <laughs> just because <laughs> I had no idea <laughs> when what day it is. Yeah. So, no, I understand that. No, so what we're shooting for, we're, we're shooting for a
2: label approval on, with TABC for, for some of our beers. Um, you know, to be honest, it's, it's, not, it's not to make money. Like I said, this whole, this whole process is not a money-making endeavor at this point for us. You know, we're a three-barrel brew house. We, we, my time alone, just me being there brewing beer, we lose money. Not that I'm so valuable. I don't mean it like that. It's just that my brew day is 14 hours long. And I make three barrels of beer. So we're talking about economy <laughs> of scale here, right? So if you're, if you're any sort of mathematician or like... You could th- almost
0: th- sue yourself because they are not getting paid minimum wage. <laughs> if,
2: if, you, if you can do like three plus three, you know that I'm not making money. Yeah. But what we're shooting for is, is really to get our name out there and, and, and to sell beer. And, just, and most well, importantly, to sell good beer. Speak. We were talking about, at, at the break, Marcus and I, about
1: a lot of the breweries that are on on the dockets that come into Houston. How many do you think are going to stick around and the longevity uh, than- brew pubs and such? Because there are some that, you, that made a little dent, but you don't... Well, the thing—the
0: thing with with all the new breweries coming in—and I was talking uh, with—not that it's a bad thing—we—we want all the beers. Yeah, we want them, but but at some point, yeah, everything becomes shelfy, and so when you're when you walk to an HEB and Sticky Monkey is sitting there, and you're just like, man, that was once. Such an amazing beer that you had to trade and do all the stuff for, but now it's just sitting at just an HEB in Cyprus or somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) it's just it's like kind of lose, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still an amazing beer. And I think right now it's just the problem. He just depressed me. Well, the problem, yeah, I know, <laughs> oh, but the wow. problem is that everybody is just always, i got to taste it first. got to taste it for everybody else. I gotta, I've got to try it before anybody else tries yeah. it. And once i tried it, then I can bash it or move on and be like, oh, I've had it, I don't need it anymore. And that's just a, kind of the wrong attitude in beer. Uh, if you like it, when I mean, you go to cities, you know, the, 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 when you're sitting in Denver and you – drinking pints of Pliny. You go to a bar, and my buddy that's lived there for the last eight years still walks up and orders a pint of Pliny. And I'm all excited because I get to drink some Pliny. But he gets to drink it every day. But he's like, no, man, it's still a really good beer. Tell and Pliny so the I Elder. still enjoy well, let me tell you about Pliny. Pliny.
2: So, number one, I love Pliny. Number two, cool, coolest fact, coolest thing ever to happen at Bob's House. Someone traded a four-pack of Pliny the Elder last week for a four-pack of Baba brew and I get to see far, far away. To me, yes. God I'm, bless. I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you this to be like, hey, look, somebody did this. Yeah. I'm not telling you this to be like, hey, this awesome. is awesome. No, no, no. you brewed you that because, beer. That is exciting. Because Pliny the Elder, to me, is like on the chart of one to a hundred, one hundred being the best. It's like probably ninety nine yeah, point nine. Well, the but Elders. and somebody just traded That's out of San
1: Francisco, right? Uh, Northern California,
2: Pliny the Elder.
0: Pliny, yeah, out of Russian River.
2: So Pliny, for me, is like. Is like God, and somebody. You know, I mean, treated mean, that though, I put my blood, sweat, and tears. You, you love blood, your kids. A lot of tears into
0: you. You have two kids, three. right? Three, three, three. kids. So, I mean, you love two. your kids, right? Oh yeah. You really course. have four kids. Now we're not trading to be my kids for plenty. No, 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 no. just so You know, no. Just follow me here, because you have four kids, <laughs> and <laughs> your your fourth one is your beer. I mean, that that is oh, your brewery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is that is. Oh, that yeah. is that's, that's your baby right there. That will always be a baby. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. when somebody yeah goes, "Hey, I'll trade you my beautiful baby for your beautiful baby." And and, and man, that's pretty I Pretty much. For your baby. For,
2: for me that for, for me that was, that, was, that was like the time when I'm like, "Okay, you know what? If this is a time ever to go secure some funding and like just go for it, man. Like that's the that's the moment.
0: <laughs> well, what 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 is so a three barrel brew house? That's a ridiculous amount of brewing constantly, to, especially if you're going to start distributing your beer out um, the brew pub and trying to get into some of the Houston bars and stuff like that. That's a lot of brewing. So, what 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 kind of expansion plans do you have? I mean, what are you looking forward to? Like, what what's coming up in the future for you? Oh, no,
2: good question. You know, so 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 year one really was how do we make beer? I've been a home brewer for about ten years and you know it's homebrewing beer is so easy it's, it's really like, it's like the you, you can you can bake chocolate chip cookies or you can make beer whatever it doesn't matter you go up to uh any size of commercial scale and the world changes so year one was how do we make as much beer as possible and make it good make it sellable we made about 60 barrels in year one year two we're shooting for 200 so we're, we're trying to basically four t- four times year one
1: right.
2: so year two is devoted to not only making better beer but making beer more efficiently so instead of a 12-hour brew day as an example how do i make a six-hour brew day and then instead of making one how do i make two so that's really what it's about you know it's, it's about making better beer making more beer making it more efficient now mind you he's got three kids so, and how many hours in the day, my man? Oh, how I, many hours do you have well, in the day? Well, I'm I sure it probably to ultimately works like eight. 30
0: hours in <laughs> one day.
2: No, I forgot to mention it happens between the hours of like 6 p.m. and 6 a.m.
0: Yes, yeah, because you do have a you still you still have your job. You're a geologist. I'm a geologist. Yes. And
2: geology right now pays the bills. Baba Brewhouse doesn't pay the bills. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. I'd be really nice about it. It doesn't pay the bills. It's a all. wonderful hobby.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's very much enjoyable making good beer at now, this moment. Hey, we're getting there.
2: Yes. I'll say last month was the first beer, first month the brew is self-sustaining. Congratulations. So not only did we break even, yes, we didn't make a profit. Doesn't but matter. We didn't pay a dime out of our pocket. Broke even. It's a wash.
0: Well, you guys keep con- continue making good beers. I'm drinking your Imperial Blonde right now, and uh, this is drinking very, very well. And I'm ready. I right, I need to come out there and hang out with you guys and try some of the other beers at the brewery. house. You know where you're out there. I will uh, definitely able and uh, we'll make a trip. We'll make a trip within the next couple of weeks and come hang out there with you. Shoot for the twelfth. The twelfth
2: twelfth is a big for the can, release. Big can release. Yep. If you're gonna go, go big. That's my philosophy. Let's do it. Might as well come on a big day.
0: So we'll we'll head out to the brewery on August twelfth. What what time should we be out there?
2: Uh, it's a good question. You know, you check check our Facebook, check check our check our Twitter, check our, you know what check anything but Snapchat which his wife is in charge of <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting I, I, I figured that one out <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm getting old I don't understand Snapchat but I understand um. everything else so check he's us a
1: face. he's on MySpace well the thing the uh, <laughs> thing still, was I, I he's still doing MySpace I do my,
2: MySpace <laughs> anything but Snapchat we're there Just check it out. Whatever it is. I don't know when it'll
0: be. Look it up. Yeah, we'll definitely come out there, man. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Abel, thanks for being a coach. Thank you very much, bud. Go by No Label. Check them out, man. They're uh, badass beers they're making over there with uh, Sit Inside Haze, a Kolsch. 1980s Kolsch is coming out. Thank you. You need to come out there and try some of that as well. Good beers. Yep. Uh, then, and Mark's from Bob uh, Bob Brew House. I appreciate you guys coming in and hanging out tonight. Yeah,
2: thank you, man. Thanks for Great having us. Show. Thanks, John.
1: Appreciate yep. your hospitality, brother.
0: Uh, we got to wrap this up, so I want to thank everybody for listening and thank our sponsors, Buffalo Buyer Brewing Company. You can go to the podcast by going to iTunes. You can find it on drinkofages.com. We're on SoundCloud. Uh, and somebody else said, we're. Uh, you look up Drink of Ages, see all kind of things. I mean, you, you look up images, there's even worse things to look at. But, <laughs> That's online, sponsored by Buffalo Body Brewing Company. And this episode was sponsored by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Uh, get out there and get some of that Drinking Buddies 12-pack. Uh, and everybody be safe out there. Astros keep kicking kicking ass. And we'll talk to everybody next week.